Hello, and welcome to the Writing Guys podcast, where we help writers get inside a guy's head by answering burning questions on how men think. I'm Lindsay McCall, today's moderator, and our hosts are Michael Aspen and C.T. Andrews. Hello. All right, guys, we have a good question today. One that I'm sure nobody, nobody is going to see this answer coming. <laughs> the question is, okay. do you look at a woman's ass the moment she turns around? The moment? She, <laughs> well, what do you think the answer is, Lancey? I'm just curious. I think the answer is absolutely. <laughs> Uh, okay, you speak for, uh, you, you are the voice of the average woman or the normal woman. Do you think they all feel that same way? I don't know. I know that I've caught people doing it. So yeah, that's where my, I worked in a, first of all, let me say this, just to understand that I'm not speaking for all women, but I worked in a male dominated industry in a male dominated field. I was surrounded by men all the time. And I constantly caught them checking me out. That's why I feel the way I feel. All right. Well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would go to add that it's not just your ass. Uh, your attention can be, if your attention is not obviously in a position where we, like we know that you're not going to see what we're doing, we're checking you out from the side, from the back, from the front. If your angled attention is slightly this way, yeah, it's yeah. guys are sneaky or can be very sneaky about that. I yeah. actually believe that I were yeah. so one of my first jobs out of college, I was uh, uh, an assistant controller at a manufacturing plant and we were in the middle of we had just been bought by someone. So we were working late hours and I had a newborn and um, I would go get her from the babysitter and bring her up to work and put her in the playpen at work while I continued to. <laughs> do you know work late at night and um this happened and i found out about it afterwards I, it, I was nursing at the time so it was time to feed her so i went in the conference room and was taking care of her and uh, when i was done you know put her to bed whatever and i came back out and my boss was just kind of sitting there and he had this weird look on his face and i'm like what's wrong he goes i, I need to get a report and i'm like okay and we went in the conference room and got a report and he didn't tell me that night but later he told me that while I was in the conference room breastfeeding my daughter, the guys from the head, the big guys, the VPs and stuff called from the main office and wanted some numbers from him. And he was like, um, well, I can't get them to you right now. They're in the, they're in the conference room. And they're like, well, we'll wait, go get them. And he's like, um, yeah. I can't go in there because she's nursing. Yeah. Baby. And he said it was dead silence on the line. And then somebody said, uh, said something about how big my bust was since I was nursing. And he said the conversation just went to shit after that. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was a really long. I'll share this with you. At least they're open. <laughs> they're open and honest about their. He was uh, a very cool guy. So yeah. I didn't feel uncomfortable at all with him telling me that. But I, it was, I didn't know every other guy was having that conversation. Though. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I totally yeah. derailed us. I'm sorry. So, so yeah, um, I think, I think if you were looking to write a character, um, all guys look, I think 
Um, if they're, if they find somebody physically attractive, all guys will gl- look or glance. It's how they, m- what they do after that, that really determines their character or their intentions. Right. So uh, if you see someone who's attractive and you glance and you look at them and, and then you move on, that's pretty much like the basic level. Every guy does that. But if you're, if you start hitting on them, um, maybe even relentlessly, or you make it obvious that you're looking or anything like that, that, that changes the game. Now it's no longer, I saw somebody and I find them attractive. It's I'm trying to engage them in some way. And that, that ups it, that ups the game to being a bigger interaction. Right. That's one thing I like when you have to interact with them. Like if you, if you're at a store and there's a really attractive cashier and she happens to turn around to put something in a box underneath her register and you notice, and then you've got to talk to her because you have to check out. That's, that's one thing, right? But it's another when now, every time you go to that store, you go to her lane and you only check out with her. Okay. Now you're, now you're changing the game. So, but yeah, so we always look, uh, at least I do. I can't not, right? It's it's like built into the programming. You can't not look. So. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you can't not look. Um I think I think we're disparaged for it an awful yeah. lot. An awful and lot, it's yeah. Really not a disparageable offense in my opinion. Uh you know, the question is when a girl turns around, do you look at her butt di- immediately, right? You, you yeah, look yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, I mean, but it's not because we're men, we're scurrilous, you know, men. It's because we're biological creatures. I mean, animals check each other out. At least we don't go sniffing your crotch, right? But in the animal kingdom, there we, we do these kinds of, you know, these kinds of things happen. It's just natural programming to check each other out. And yes, for sexuality for sexual purposes as well as others every male walks into the gym i'm looking them up and down i'm checking the guy out not sexually but there's that the up down look the you know see the muscles on his back let's see the kind of shape his legs are in or whatever so this is just natural programming because we're human beings first and then men second i think um, so I hope that, yes, we look at your butt as soon as you turn around. Yes, we do. <laughs> All right. Uh, can I flip it around and ask you a different question? Do you course. ever find yourself in a situation where you're telling yourself, don't look at her ass, don't look or don't look at her. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. I, especially at the gym, right. Where I work, <laughs> where I spend all my time. Um, the other day, um, I was standing there with a buddy of mine, a close friend of mine, and the girl is over there doing her yoga stretching or her pre-workout stretches on the functional carpet. And he literally turned around. He was like, uh, I'm not going to look. And he th- the words came out of his mouth. He wasn't thinking them. He was saying them, right? I'm not going to look. I'm just going to stand here because... I don't want to be that creepy guy. And he turned all the way around and was just like doing this. And I'm so, yes, yes, it's on our minds all the time. And, and it, there can be times where it is extraordinarily difficult. So I, I don't go to a gym, uh, but I do spend time out and about in the community at stores and shops and walking in parks, et cetera, et cetera. And 
there are many times where I'll, I'll get the glance, like I'll, cause what happens is you see it out of the corner of your eye or whatever, or just press in front of your vision. And immediately your eyes just shink, lock on to see the physically attractive being in front of you. And then you can't, it's like that initial part is, is almost subconscious. It's not even something that you can stop, but what you do at that point is under your control or, or it should be. And there are many times where I'm like, okay, you've had your look, stop, right? Look at something else. Turn around, talk to your kids, talk to your wife, look at look at the products on the shelf, look at the traffic that's in the parking lot or whatever. Just stop looking. But there's been times when I've been walking out of a store and there's a girl that checked out maybe at another lane right in front of me and she's walking right in front of me and I'm like, oh, I can't, God damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what am I supposed to do now? And I'm by myself. I've got like no other options. It's like, I, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to watch her ass as she walks out of the store for a little bit. Cause that's also a pleasant way to spend a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I think uh, a better indicator that you can go by in order to answer the question is not a gym. I think gym is probably the worst example because that's where they go to bend over and to stretch and to wear their little yoga shorts, a better indicator as to whether or not guys look at the ass is at the grocery store or at the bank or at the movie theater where this stuff is, is not, is not front and center, yeah. you know? And if guys are looking at women's asses at those places, then the answer is most definitely. Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. Like if they're, you know, if they're wearing a pair of cotton jeans that may be a little bit loose, but not overly loose and you're, they're still getting eyeballs. I mean, what's that tell you? <laughs> yeah. I, back in my younger days, when I was a teenager, I went to a more fundamentalist type church. And even there, right. Women would wear <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. very tight clothes. Um, not, not trying to be seductive necessarily, but even still, you're just like, you. it's in, it's involuntary. I mean, when you're a teenager, the hormones are flowing hard. It's really hard. Not, it's really hard yeah. not to keep looking. Right. So yeah. It's, it's not a perversion. It's not a perversion or a scurrilous little thing. It's not, it's not like that. It's, but it, and it's, but it's not. and it's interesting how, how it can burn into your head. I remember one time, this was around Christmas time. I was driving home uh, from somewhere work or whatever. It doesn't matter, but it was in the afternoon and it was very close to Christmas. So like you would have family showing up at people's houses and uh, there was a family that had apparently just arrived at a neighbor's house. That's probably about like six or eight blocks from my house. And um, they were the kids and and grandkids all coming together to go to like grandpa's house for Christmas. So you had you had uh, some younger couples that are that are showing up. And then you have some kids that are a little older that had their grandkids with them. And there was this woman that she was she had pulled some presents out of the back of her car and she had them in like a plastic tub and she set them on the ground and she she was closing the the hatch on her car and she was bending over to pick up those presents and her ass is burned into my brain for the rest of my fucking life she just had she had like this she had a skirt that was like mid-thigh length and she had a jacket on and i'm a big fan of wintertime i think a woman in a coat is like fucking sexy I mean, yeah, you can give me a bikini, babe. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's too hot and sandy. Give me a girl that's wearing a uh, a nice skirt and and a jacket, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And so yeah. anyway, but yeah, so she bent over, and right as I was pulling by, she was bending over to pick up those presents, and she stood up, and she had a very 
nice derriere in a very nice skirt that showed it off. And the skirt was kind of hiked up because she had, or not the skirt, the jacket was kind of hiked up because she had a, she was picking up something. So the jacket was kind of short and was pulled up so you could see that she was, you know, thin and she had long brown hair and fuck, I, I tell you on my deathbed, I'll be thinking about her along with a bunch of other women that I've seen. Cause it's just, it's like seared into my memory and I'll never get rid of it. And it yeah, was this- like that. I mean, this was maybe five seconds of my life. I've been alive a lot of seconds and these five are seared into my fucking brain forever. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, this is this, if you're listening to, to Michael talk, then you're kind of getting an understanding of, how deep the appreciation for a, a decent, it only has to be decent too, uh, female bum goes, you know? Yeah. And when it comes to female bums, there's different types of them too. I mean, there's, there's it's like the booby, you know? There's different oh. types. Like you've got the, the smallish athletic muscular butt, you know, that's got no fat on it. So all you see is like the shape of the muscle. And then you've got like, the Kardashian yep. booty, which is big and sort of plump, which, you know, Kardashian booties can get a little too big as far as I'm concerned. When they yeah. stop looking natural, you know, they're, they're not, not, they start to lose it, you know, but you've also got, you know, the girl that, uh, I, I used to know this girl. God, I wish I'd dated this girl. I mean, I might still be with her today if I, if I had just had the balls to get with her, but she, you know, had boyfriend, whatever. I knew her in college and we used to walk back together uh, from from class. Right. So we would walk all the way across campus and I was walking behind her one time. This girl never worked out. She worked as a waitress and she had like a an active lifestyle. I smoked a little too much pot for my taste, to be honest with you. But she was slender. And man, I remember telling her, oh, your butt is so cute. And it was just a normal, regular, average, everyday girl butt. You know, and I don't, I don't know if it's the clothes that she wore. She wore these, like, sort of, they fit tight up top, but they sort of loosened at the bottom because they were almost like those 90s cargo jeans. Mm. You know, that's not denim, but some other weird material. Um, I love those jeans. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah, yeah I know exactly what you're talking about. That was a great look. Yeah, yeah, sort of utilitarian, but at the same time, they hugged in all the right places. Um, And so, yeah, so there's so many different kinds of butts. And the greatest butts in the world are not the kind that run five miles a day or do, you know, leg presses three times a week. They're just girls who walk and use their legs. I mean, it's not hard. It's not hard for a girl to look good, man. It's not. (laughs) So I know that my male colleagues had an appreciation for the woman form because I busted a few of them. Uh, I, there was one example I'll tell you, and I think I've told this story on the show before, so I apologize if it's a repeat story, but I, I, we were walking, it was a pretty skinny hall, but we were, we passed in the hall and we stopped and talked about some work issue. And then I turned to go and I remembered one more thing to tell him and I turned around and just caught him just doing that whole up and down thing to uh-huh. me. Right. And I just kind of grinned and I said, were you just checking me out? And he just kind of got this shy grin and he says, yeah. yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I, it made me happy that he was upfront about it. I mean, it made me feel good that he was honest about it because we both knew I busted him. Right. We both knew. 
and he didn't try to hide it and that that was honestly a plus for me in his favor that he was cool about it uh he wasn't the last one either that i caught with that um so I didn't mind, you know, I didn't, I didn't mind. It was kind of amusing to me, but I, to Michael's point earlier, it's when they try to go a little bit further, like, dude, we're just work colleagues. And I understand we're in the same space and we have to recognize each other, but you need to back off. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, that's the fine line that guys are constantly navigating. Um, Cause we are, we get, we're in that role of pursuer, right? Oft, often we're assigned that role by society as your job is to go and ask the girl. So when you find somebody physically attractive, um, when is the right time to pursue and when is the wrong time to pursue or, or when is the, and, and when is it, you know, and, and it's so difficult. Um, so, I mean, for somebody like me, it's, it's pretty easy. You just don't, right. You're married. You shouldn't be pursuing, but it's, you still can't stop looking. You're still, as, as CT said, you're biologically, geared to do it and you can't not um but uh you can you can ensure that your interactions are professional or courteous but not not verging on like sexual or anything like that but it's it, it there's so many times where like that line is so fuzzy because there's the there's flirtations that can be a lot of fun that you can do that are even if you're married you can do these flirtations that don't aren't necessarily going to lead anywhere but that can be a lot of fun but now you're you're blurring that line i'll tell you one thing that i did as a working professional woman was i tried to dress in a manner that did not um cause temptation yeah so i didn't do wear anything that accentuated or showed off I mean, I didn't dress ugly. I dressed professional, but, you know, I didn't wear like low cut or, you know, dresses or uh, I did have my years where I wore mini skirts, you know, because they were in style and I had a 34 inch inseam. Right. So I had long legs. <laughs> so yeah. why not? <laughs> your, in, yeah. your inseam is longer than mine. I have a 32 <laughs> inch inseam. I have a longer waist and shorter legs compared to you, you that's have- crazy because you're like six five i know yeah wow yeah it's crazy uh, yeah i have a very long torso my inseam is like 18 or 19 inches <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm so yeah. sorry it's not that it, he's he's not, he's not telling the truth yeah. but that is a funny joke for those of us in the like in when the i used to sell clothes somebody came in and said that i would be rolling because that's a great joke you know, I didn't get the joke then. His well, eighteen or nineteen inches would be like the inseam for a, a small person. Yeah, like a like. A oh, dwarf. okay. Yeah, gotcha. and in, his inseam's probably well, your okay. inseam's probably what a twenty nine thirty. Well, you know, you guys no, know, don't know what it is. I have no. You idea. guys know why women are bad with with distances, right, and measurements, no, right? Don't tell this joke. Don't tell this joke. Because all their life they've been told this is six inches. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. All right. Wait, wait. If you're gonna tell that crappy joke, I'm gonna tell mine. What's what's six inches long and drives women crazy? It's the one hundred dollar bill. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you want, if you want to go in and start telling sexist jokes, I'll I'll right there. Let's go. <laughs>
That's funny. So, so another another perspective on on the clothing thing and how to, what to wear is again, I'm a tall woman, yeah, and so I never honestly had to worry a lot about excuse me, men um, looking down my shirts, right? Oh, right. <laughs> Unless I was sitting but, and they were standing over me, right? Um, I, I can tell you, I worked, so I worked at a, at a business that had uh, a, it wasn't a, it wasn't a formal dress code, but it, it definitely wasn't like casual. Like you couldn't come in in jeans and a t-shirt and be okay. So a lot of people adopted the business casual look. And and um, I don't know if you dressed business casual, Nancy, because you didn't describe it enough for me to know. But so in, in this case, oftentimes uh, women would wear a blouse with a skirt or a blouse with slacks, and that would be an acceptable uh, arrangement for work. And, but, and I worked with a woman who was tall and had large breasts and very thin and very athletic and was unbelievably attractive and and uh, i love to tell stories about going because i was friends with her and we'd go out to lunch and stuff together and it's so funny to watch the guys react to her because they didn't think we were together and so they would completely ignore me right and they would only pay attention to her and it was so funny to watch the difference in the reactions like you go to arby's and the guy behind the counter is like oh what can i help you what would you like da, 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 da. and then when i get to the counter like what would you like yeah <laughs> so yeah. anyway but that even though she did not dress provocatively, everybody checked her out. Everybody did. Every guy did. You'd be in, we'd be in meet. So we worked together. We were on the same team and we would often be in the same meetings. And I would situate myself because uh, I tend to like to watch the sociological behavior. I would situate myself where I could see what other guys are doing on purpose. And they would always be like, mm, like that. You could just feel the mm, yeah. in their head as they're looking at her. Cause they'd be sitting off to the side where she couldn't see them because she's focused on the people in front of her and man, always, they were checking her out when she, when she would get up and leave the room to go get something and all the guys would be in the room, they would, all their eyes would follow her as she walked out and I'm watching them. Right. Cause I wanted to see what they did just as a, just cause I like to watch and see what people do. And it was, it was all the time. So the, the thing, the thing about trying not to dress provocatively that I'm, that I'm trying to say is that it doesn't really make any difference. If yeah, if you're somebody that the guy likes, you, the guy's going to look at you no matter what. Yeah. You're, right? I, I, I was actually going to hit on the exact same thing. I mean, I myself worked with uh, a, a girl and I, we worked together for four and a half years and we were friends, right? We, we, it was a small office, only about 15 people in the office. And so it was a tight knit group. And there was a lot of camaraderie and inner office play going on, you know, all the time. And I knew this girl for four and a half years. She never wore anything but a, a turtleneck, like a turtleneck sweater that came all the way up. I never saw one inch of her cleavage in the four and a half years that we worked together. And to this day, I am so curious about those boobs, man, because they just... Woo! It didn't matter if she had them completely covered up all the time. Yeah. And so I'm sorry, ladies, but you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. You know, you wear the low right. cut, you know, cleavage giving thing or the big, you know, turtleneck. And yeah, the dude's interested. So does it make it more um, enticing to you if they're more covered? It, like to, a degree, 
Ab- to a degree, it does. It, yes. It, now I would say I would say it can. I would say it, it can. It, yes, it can. Yeah. Of course, there's nothing more enticing than uh, the cleavage, you know, of a low cut dress, right? But after six or eight or ten months of that, or a year of that, she's wearing that all the time. I dare her to come into work with a with a turtleneck, because then it's gonna be like, whoa, the cleavage is gone. You know, there's there's something that there's yes, it would it will entice the imagination a little bit. Um, at least it so, did for me. I, <laughs> they well, were we all know how you like to unwrap on. things, right? We all know how you like to unwrap things. <laughs> Where did that come from? What the heck? What? What was that? That wasn't a slam. He's talked about it before on our show. How he likes the unwrapping. Oh yeah. Okay. My brain was fogging. I did not remember (laughs) your his comments about that. I thought that was a slam. I was like, what? That that was a slam. I was like, I mean, I remember him talking about that very clearly. I I like to unwrap things quickly, but whatever. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So so there is that, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know where else to go with that story except to say, you know, uh, dressing conservatively is a smart, it's it's a wise policy, but it's not always going to work. That's, yeah, well, I that's... found that out one time. So I would wear, I actually wore, um, like suits, you know, with the the suit jacket and stuff, but they were tailored suits, right? And again, tall and kind of built like a volleyball player. Yeah, in a tailored suit and long, you know, pant. I wore. Trousers. Short skirt and a long jacket. Yeah, no, no, I I didn't wear skirts. I always oh. wore trousers, but um, depending on what was on my schedule, I changed what shoe I was wearing because when I needed to be really, you know, in boss mode, I would wear higher heels because it made me taller than a lot of the men. Right. And when I knew I was going to meet with someone who had a problem with me being tall, I would wear flats. Yeah. You know, because I just anyway. Um, but my my male colleagues, whom I got along with great, because I was kind of one of the guys, would tease me all the time. Why don't you ever wear dresses? Why don't you ever wear dresses? And I told them, I said, you couldn't handle me in a dress. <laughs> and so one day it was Christmas. And so I put on my red, it was a, you know what a wraparound dress is? Yeah. So it wraps around and it kind of V's right between your your breasts and it wraps around and it hugs you tight um, and it, it, shows, about it shows off your form yeah yes yeah. really and i have a tomboy figure there's not a lot of curves but i am i have a larger bust and i have i have a booty so <laughs> um and then i wore it was came about mid-thigh and i showed up to work in that dress and as i walked by all of their offices i could just see their Feel mouths that. drop yeah I had yeah, so much sure. fun that day. I had so much fun. That's that's um but it's one of the one of the things that I I get now after talking more with women about this is is because they can't control the men's reaction by what they wear, right? I mean, if they could, then the burqa would be effective and it's not, right? And and so it it's up to men to be educated on what is appropriate, but because it is such a gray line and because there is still a lot of expectation to be pursued. I, I remember reading a, remember reading a post on Reddit where this person was complaining. He said this, you know, there was a guy that we were talking, they, they were talking via text and stuff. And he asked her out and she said, no, I don't think so. And, and then he just stopped communicating 
And she was all mad that he didn't pursue her. And it's like, look, if you want no to mean no, then no should mean no. No should never mean yes, but you need to work harder. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and so I'm not, I'm not trying to say that it's women's fault that men pursue them, but um, there is a whole lot of confusion on our end about, should we be pursuing? Is that no really a yes in disguise or is it not? And and it, it can be pretty frustrating on our end whenever you're trying to be the good guy that doesn't break the rules, but you're also getting a vibe of one thing, but then a no is the word you get. So I, I just have decided personally, if you get a no, it's a no, regardless of the vibe and just move on. But man, that's difficult for some guys to do. But all that to say, if you know, if you're listening to this and you are a guy and she says no, man, if she's playing games, walk away. If she's saying yeah. no to say yes, walk away. And if she says no because she means no, walk away. Treat yeah. the no as a no and just move on. And that that I think has got to be the rule that we need to adopt as men so that we're not harassing women in ways that they don't want to be harassed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because- I mean, that's that's the way, you know. Whether we whether we want to admit it or not, that's the way we were raised. No means no, right? So right. that's the way it has to be. But I, I want to add one more point to that. Um, not only does you know what you say ring true, whether you know whether it's deliberately wanted to or not, but this whole idea about the low cut dress and my eyes are up here. I don't care where your eyes are. You know what I mean? I don't care if you're gonna. Mm-hmm pop the cleavage out everywhere and and you catch me giving you a passing glance tough that's the way it's gonna happen that's just the way it is um yes because men do check out your butt when you turn around and they do check out your (laughs) cleavage when you when you put it on display Um, i think i think there's a line there too like if you're having a conversation don't have the conversation like this don't talk to the boobs yeah, yeah. You, yeah when that, you're talking that, to the person, you should be talking to their head. Not that never happens. Breasts. That never happens as much oh, as. Yeah, oh no 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 no! no. I've seen it happen. That I, will, is, I will not. I won't say it has never happened. Okay, <laughs> fine. That's fine. I've seen it, but, I've but, seen it happen. I, that, I've seen it happen like this, where the guy can't stop glancing down while he's that's talking. Different. That's a very common one that I've seen happen, and yeah, I'm like, that, dude, huh? Yeah, but that's different than just looking down at the well, boobs. No, I've had that happen, and I have used the line, my eyes are up here, because mm-hmm. we're talking right, right here face-to-face, yeah. and they're not looking me in the eye. Yeah. They're looking straight at my boobs. I think the and passing glance. Stop the conversation and say, do I have a big stain right here on my boobs, or you just can't look me in the eye? What's the problem? I know. I think, I think the passing glance should be acceptable, because it, it is – impossible for the guy to not do it but i'm but okay with that completely yeah but completely if you're having a conversation or if you're in a working environment or if she said no then you need to find a way to, to control your your eyes and your gaze because that I, I mean if a girl was looking at my well first of all if a girl was looking at my crotch the entire time she was talking to me i would think that she could not maintain eye contact because i have low self-esteem but um but there's also that but if she's like all she's interested in is me physically. I think I would even feel a little used, right? Not that I've ever had that happen. Well, but- 
isn't that a good thing? Don't you want to know that about the person that talked? As a woman, wouldn't you want to know that about? I mean, if he's staring right at your boobs, isn't that something you want to know? I mean, okay. correcting him doesn't do any good. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's a personal, I mean, it's a character point at that point, right? Okay, I'm going to answer your question. All right. If you are not looking me in the eye and engaging in a conversation that we're allegedly having, you are not respecting me as a person. Mm. Whether you're looking at my boobs or you're looking at the wall or you're watching something else. If we're having a conversation, you and I are having a conversation and you're not engaging with me, you're not respecting me. That, that's fair, Lancey. That's fair. But let me ask you a question. It's not a but let me ask you a question. In addition, let me ask you a question. How many times have you caught guys glancing at your boobs? I can't even name the number. Okay. How many times have you caught guys staring at your boobs? Because there's a difference between a stare and a glance. Um, Probably less than 100, but probably more than 30. More than 30. Okay. Yeah, I would say that's quite a few times. You know, um, yeah, it's... Uh, Here's the thing that I think, okay, I'm going to lay down some wisdom. There you All go. Right, lay down some wisdom. <laughs> there comes. By giggling. <laughs> Here's the thing I wish that that um, men knew, okay? I think men who are just inherently good guys, they think all men act and behave like them. Mm. Like you assume that a lot of times men who are really good, this thing doesn't occur to them. So when women complain about it, they think, oh, that has to be an exaggeration because I don't do that. Right. And I wish that more men understood that not everybody acts like you. If you're a good guy, you're kind of like, I'm not going to say you're the minority, but not everybody looks like, not everybody acts like you. And I, I just, I wish people, I wish men recognize that. I mean, it even if it's even if it follows the old 80 20 rule where 80 percent of the guys are acting properly but 20 percent or even a 90 10 that 10 or 20 percent can be oppressive in the level of their attention right even if even if you work in an office with a hundred guys and two of them are causing this issue that can feel really in, intimidating and oppressive and i can i can understand that well, and unfortunately, in today's world with the imbalance of power, usually the bad actors have more power. Mm. Mm. Which makes it worse. Yeah, because yeah, there's not a lot you can do about it. Right. So, but I agree with both of you when, when you talk about it's a natural thing to look because yeah. I'm just as guilty of appreciating, appreciating yeah. a nice male form. Yeah, but I'm not going to dwell on it and I'm not going to make somebody feel gross about it, right? That I do wonder how many women do find women do. the male not, form attractive to the point where they get like, because it's a distraction or it can be. I walked into Target the other day. It was July 4th. It was July 4th. We stopped by Target to pick something up on our way home. And apparently every like girl that is between the ages of like 18 and 22 was in that target wearing exceptionally revealing clothing walking around i'm in there with my wife and my kids and i'm like oh my ah! 
it was an it was annoying at how distracting it was that everywhere I went in this store is like there's another girl, there's another girl, there's another girl. And I mean, these are these are girls that are less than half my age. I'm not romantically interested in them. I'm not wanting to be with them, but I can't not look. And it it actually I when I left, when we when we were finally backing out and going home, I was frustrated and angry because I was like, I, I I the whole trip was just a constant oh there you know uh, I, I can't look anywhere and and it is distracting it's like you're you're walking along and you're like i was i wanted to go look at a beard trimmer because my beard trimmer died and i was going to go look at a new one and this girl just had and those are over in like the health and beauty area and this girl walks out right in front of me from like the makeup aisle and it it was distracting enough. I'm like, what was I doing? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it like completely blew my train of thought and I yeah. had to rethink it to get back on track. Yeah. I, and I do wonder if women have the same problem, right? If that is something where when they're walking around and they see guys that are really attractive for what, whatever attracts them, if they get distracted to the point where they can't, <laughs> they can't remember why they're in the store. Right. And they have to rethink it. I bet it happens to women, but I bet it happens to women, but certainly not as frequently as it happens to men. I think there are a lot more women out there that are deeply sexually attractive to men than there are men out there who are deeply sexually attractive to women. Yeah. And I, Uh, I wonder if that's I wonder if that's because the thing is, I wonder if that's because that's the way women are made up or if that's. If you, if your statement is true, and I mean we're we're hy- we're hypothesizing here. Yeah, we're hypothesizing. I do wonder if it's because that's the way women are made up, or if it's just because we're all just a bunch of dumpy white guys. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> who knows? You know, I I do. Th- but I, women- Lancey might have an answer here. We might be able to get an actual authoritative <laughs> answer. All right. What's your answer, Lancey? Um. Or I say well, something. I think it's actually a very. I mean, I think that is actually a very deep uh, and complex topic. Because I will tell you when I was younger, uh, yeah, like I could get distracted. Like, mm. holy crap, look at that dude. He just walked out of a Greek statue, you know? Right. <laughs> but as I got older, um, I found different things were attractive to me than just the physical form, right? Like they, like a sense of humor took a lot more precedence than just a good body. Maybe because I just met too many shallow good bodies i don't know you know <laughs> uh, and maybe it's different for every woman based on their experiences yeah, yeah. Uh, but i will tell you uh, my husband would tell you if he was on here that if there's like a good looking man on tv i will perk up i'll be like oh <laughs> did you see that did you see that <laughs> i know I've, I've asked my wife about this and she tells me that while she does find certain men very physically attractive um not not Owen Wilson. What's the guy that goes? Uh, all right, all right, all right. What's his name? I can't. Matthew remember. McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. If Matthew McConaughey showed up at our front door, there's a good chance I would be divorced. Right. This is it's just. I mean, it's just not not a good thing for me. Yes. But but she says, and and I find this is more true for myself as I've as I've matured that um, she has a deep connection with me that it would take a whole lot to break. And I also find that I, I like having that deep connection with a person that I, you, you may walk over and be super sexually attractive, but as soon as you open your mouth and I realize it's going to take a lot of work to build that emotional connection. It's like, yeah, 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 no, we're good. Thanks. You know, can check me out and I'll just go home now. (laughs) So I definitely have a type. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's so damn cliche. I hate it. I wish I were unique. The whole tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah. Oh. Let me tell you something. Timothy Oliphant. (laughs) Timothy Oliphant. I like him. He's, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of his. But But you know know what else I like? I don't even know what he looks like. I got to look him up. Uh, he was like, okay, I loved him the most in Die Hard. Yeah, the bad guy. He was in Yeah, Die he Hard. was the bad guy who drove the truck around and he was because yeah. he had this cutting sense of humor and just rolled his eyes at her. Oh my god, I loved it. But I also like Jason Momoa, whose body type is not particularly he's too muscular, but uh, his sense of humor and his playfulness just add to it, right? That sparkle in his eyes. Woo. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Y'all get me off. <laughs> this might be a good night for your husband. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I but just to bottom line it, I think looking is fine. I think looking yeah. is fine. Yeah. Looking I, I think on. looking is fine too. I don't I don't know why anybody has such a problem with looking. And, and I'm well, not as long as that's that, as I'm long as you're not you don't get lost in the looking right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was um, never defending staring at a woman's boobs, but the occasional glance, whatever, take in the sights if they're there to behold because they're on display. I feel no con- I feel no guilty conscience whatsoever about it at all. I think Jerry uh, Seinfeld said it best. It's like the sun. The occasional short glance is what you're supposed to yeah, do. That's it. Yeah. Right? You yeah. can't stare. You got to do the short glances. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So wrapping up any further wrap up comments or. Nope. We look at your butts when you turn around. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, We absolutely do. <laughs> All right. Well then I'm going to wrap it up for us. All right. Audience. Thank you for coming. We love you guys. And this concludes this episode of writing guys. If you have a question you would like answered on how men think, visit our website, writingguys.net, and click the button to ask us a question. Uh, It's a really short form. There's not a lot of stuff to fill out. Um, Leave your name if you want us to mention it on the show, or you could be anonymous, no problem. Uh, And then be sure, be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to our podcast uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. And we will see you next time. Awesome. Bye, guys. Bye.